0: So you like bold red wine most of the time With notes of fig and raisin You like a cold brew and pitching horseshoes As the sun is fading You like football games and dishing out nicknames The Godfather's One and Two We're not so fast, we got a podcast We like that too We like that, too. We like that, too. We like that, too. We like that, too. Hey, Bombivants, Welcome back to the We Like That, Too podcast. I'm Brad Jones. Joining me back from his travels (laughs) is... The man, the legend
1: himself, Mr. Keith in low. Well, we both been traveling. you know, it's great to travel. We both love to travel, but it's always good to get back home and sleep in your old bed. Too. Yeah, it certainly yeah. is. But it we is. had a great trip, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Well, we've, we've kind of had this one planned for a we while. Have.
0: We just had trips that were in different spots. We and teased our about this show. So we so we're did. gonna. This is everything this show is about. I know. Uh, eating, drinking, traveling, excursions, uh, we, having we, fun. Well, you we bet. get
1: it all in on this one. We got we got a lot of stuff in, and in fact, you and I were talking the other day. Uh, I think Janet and I admitted we probably spread ourselves too thin we need to go back and do the stuff we couldn't get in the first time yeah you could spend lots of time in in both walla walla and yakima and willamette valley so well, I, I, we, we could we could
0: have spent a whole lot more time oh, where yeah. we were too so
1: so we got both sides of the country covered you went east
0: we did we went out to finger lakes which was Actually, an area that you and I have talked about yeah, and yeah. wanting to go. So we we've just, had
1: wines from Finger Lakes region on the show.
0: We did. And I'm going to talk a little bit about yeah. about those two because I because I visited those two. <laughs> Great. Um, all right, that'll and be then, exciting. And then we've had those two, but then I've got a third one that is the one we're going to be tasting today. Okay. So we're we got tasting to do. We got
1: we got double trouble on the kinds. tasting today. We do uh, have double trouble. Well, we've, you know, let's not delay any longer let's not mess around if you've got let's start with your because okay. uh, you brought a white to okay. the show today so I did. let's start there tell us about your trip where you went and what what wine you brought back and then we'll kind of get into an interview about your trip this one this one is called ravines
0: they they have had it at barvino in beautiful downtown Jefferson yes, city for yes. all of your beverage needs that's exactly right uh, I tried all of the Finger Lakes wines that Matt Green had down there, and I really like this one. But this one is is really interesting. It It was started in 2001, and this is on Seneca Lake. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the, the five Finger Lakes in a minute. Seneca is the largest. If you do put your hand down, it's your ring finger. Point but, your fingers down it's, looking at yourself. But yeah, it's, yeah but it's one of the, the largest. The okay. Seneca Lake is a big lake, and it's interesting. All the Finger Lakes are interesting because they were created by glaciers. So they are deep and they are cold. There's not – it's not like Lake of the Ozarks. There, There's hardly any boats. You look yeah. out there on this beautiful lake yeah. and it's there's nobody out there. Yeah. So anyway, this couple, he's Dutch, but his family, his mom and dad own a vineyard in in France, yeah. in Provence, okay, of all places, Co- so he's got Coduc, his blood. Provence, yeah, absolutely. It's Morton and Lisa. Uh, they're the Halgrins. They kind of did some knocking around. How how you go from France to to trying to make a wine down in Texas? I'm not real sure how that ended up, but they ended up in the Finger Lakes.
1: Yeah, that's a stretch.
0: But the interesting thing is I found out that Morton worked for Dr. Constantine Frank.
1: Ah, and so, a name we're familiar with on yeah, this show. Which I'm going to talk about yeah, again yeah.
0: later. But, uh, yes, he, uh, he studied under the master himself. He's also a venticulturist. I mean, he's got a degree and yeah. I mean, he's the real deal, but his wife is also a chef. Ah. What a great combo. Nice. Yeah. But uh, they came over from France and. Have we um, done ravines
1: on the show before? No, we because have not. Because I know we have had it at Barvino. We have. Uh, Matt carries it.
0: Yeah. But what's interesting, Keith, is. What he is, what Morton has done is he has taken all of the research and all of the work that the Weemers did and the Franks did and moved it forward. You know, they thought he was, they were crazy in trying to grow Vinephra grapes in the United States. And they said, well, no, we're not because we've done it. Right. And same with him. He was like, you know, this area with this really lousy soil, the cold temperatures, we can make Really good dry Riesling yeah. uh, from this land. And you know, so, a lot of
1: people who are forward thinking are often thought of as crazy. That's so right. Well, good for him. That's right. And, and we know so Dr. Frank was forward he, thinking when trying to grow those kind of grapes up he there. Here's the one that came over and basically said, look, so I'm this sorry. is ravines. It's a It's this a, Riesling. a dry, dry Riesling. Dry Riesling. This yeah. is dry. And this is, you know, a lot of Rieslings are almost colorless. This one has, Ooh, this a has some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful color. yellow gold on it.
0: And I think, Keith, from my palette, I think. I think this one is truly... One of the drier
1: rieslings. Well, yeah. the nose, first of all, you know, Matt Matt Green told me when he introduced me to dry rieslings, if you get that little hit of petrol on the nose, mm-hmm. that's a good sign that it's probably going to be a dry wine. And I do pick up a little petrol off the nose, a
0: little bit. You know, I think there, there's a breadth of of flavors, especially in certain varietals. And I think with with this Tastes one, so good. it's just it's really dry, crisp. Just this I balance. It's one of my favorites. It really is. The fruit is is.
1: balanced. The acid is balanced. The minerality. The terroir, you can taste the earth in this stuff. A little bit of flinty limestone on the back end, but really nice fruit up front. But not citrusy, lemon, lime, grapefruit-like. Some Rieslings can get the,
0: the parcels that they first bought were in Kuka Lake. The Frank Estate is over on Kuka Lake, which is the first first one. Your pinky finger, yeah. Lake. Yeah, a few minutes. But so, what um, kind
1: of food? You said she's a chef. What kind of food do they do they recommend making pairings with this? 15
0: um, years, they've now grown that they've got two tasting rooms. They've got one over on Kuka Lake, and they've got one the one that we went to on mm-hmm. Seneca Lake. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as food pairings, they they love their, their cheeses and their sausages and, yeah. and and that sort of thing. And and with this,
1: you know, I just stand, stand up to it. A, a nice brat. They I really would. i
0: drink this with just about anything. I, I would just too. I absolutely love it. Um, this is great. This isn't even what I consider a patio pounder. I consider this a sit and really savor this
1: one. You Get don't it? want to drink this too fast. Well here again, you don't have to. The finish stays on your tongue a long time. It does. For a white, I consider it a full-bodied white. You know, it's got a lot of depth to it. Well, here's the other thing. We tried
0: their Brute. Their sparkling white yeah. is yeah. outstanding. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like this with bubbles, but, yeah. but oh, better. Be good, yeah. And then they've got a rosé, too, that's... You showed a, me that and, bottle. That
1: looks lovely, too. Got, and the rosé uh, was a, couple of, a pinot rosé, correct? It was a
0: pinot rosé. Yeah. Yeah. So they're
1: growing some pinot noir up there. They are. Yeah,
0: They yeah. are. <laughs> I, I tried I tried their pinots. Um, I think the ones that you've probably have been living with for the last week or so
1: or are, are yeah, better. you know though brandon we've talked about this before too pinot there's such a wide variety of pinots oh, they sure. come in so many different shapes and sizes and uh anything else on this white price point uh it's not really expensive i think it's about
0: a 20 dollar bottle
1: which is great for a really good dry riesling. yeah cause those can get expensive they
0: can and yeah. this one uh their tasting room is neat uh, the the one at least in Seneca, well they they call it Geneva, mm-hmm. um, Geneva New York, which is a really cute town. It's just south of Geneva, but um, it's kind of a big barn. Yeah, it's like a real big fancy barn. Yeah, and they've got food and stuff in there, and they do sure. tastings and and everything. The the, the cool. lady that, that helped us was very sweet. She was really really
1: nice, and, did and I've a, seen did a ravines great job. In, in wine shops and stuff. I think it's fairly accessible. Well, I the, think they distribute. Pretty, the reason its named is
0: the first parcels that they had over in Kooka Lake uh had these big gullies yeah. in the middle of it and the cold air would rush in and out of of these ravines. And yeah. so that's
1: the way they named it. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. But do the finger lakes somewhat on a maybe a smaller scale look like fjords? They're very narrow with steep banks. They're as deep below the water as they are high above the water. That is correct. And but, maybe, you know, maybe that's why you don't see a lot of boats on the on the lakes, because there's not a lot of what we would call shoreline.
0: Seneca Lake, almost 600 feet deep. Yeah, wow. That's a deep lake. When you go fishing yeah, out there in those lakes, they're, they've got salmon. What they've are they got, catching? They've yeah. got every kind of trout, yeah. uh, brown trout, rainbow. I mean, they've got all the cold water fish. How is the water quality? Clean as as get out. Yeah, we took a boat ride out on Seneca, and you could look down, and it was just it was clear for at least five six feet.
1: I mean, it looked. It looked really good. Well, Ravines Dry Riesling. Look for it, folks. You'll, we'll we'll put the picture, of course, on the website. Uh, we'll talk about it. We'll let the winemaker know that we featured it on the show. And uh, we will tell. All right. So tell us about your trip to the Finger Lakes region. Where'd you guys fly
0: into? And so we flew into Syracuse. And uh, so the first place we went actually is we went uh, down to Cuckoo Lake, and we yeah. we went at Dr. Constantine Frank. Okay
1: another and wine another winery that we featured on the show number
0: 69 so we got there and Keith this place was gorgeous you went up up kind of a big driveway And the tasting room sat and just looked out over the grapes, first Mm -hmm. of all, and then down to the, to the
1: lake. Nice.
0: Oh, it was, and it was a perfect day for Brenda and I. It felt so good after leaving the cauldrons of hell. I mean, it was 103 when we left. Oh, yeah. And we got off the plane. It was like 70. Oh, gosh. And we walked and we went down. And, uh, then after a few minutes, um, Megan Frank came. Out and visited with us. Nice. She is the great granddaughter of Constantine Frank. Okay, Constantine Frank, I consider to be actually the father of American white grapes. Yeah, because he came over, didn't speak any English. He had a PhD in viticulture from Ukraine.
1: Yeah, quite a story. When we did the episode sixty nine, I, I, I was amazed at the story. His story—it's incredible.
0: Yeah. I mean, he took all of that knowledge and yeah. he took all of that gumption. And basically, bitch slap the Americans and say you guys are wrong, Defied man. Divide
1: the odds. I've yeah. grown yeah.
0: vinifera grapes in Russia, and I've grown them in Germany, and I'm in the Ukraine, and with with terrible soil and bad climate, and you can grow vinifera grapes. Yeah. And he was like the Pied Piper of go. of vinifera grapes. And so, but and a good he, fun
1: tasting and stuff there. Oh man, the, I, we started. Off, we get her on the show. Yeah,
0: okay. I think we can. She was really sweet. She yeah. was very appreciative of what we had done.
1: Yeah, Bon Vivants. just so you know, both of our wine trips were research for this show. Yeah, they so. absolutely and were. And we made some great contacts. So,
0: yeah. You'll um, hear more, more I about asked, this. I asked Megan directly, I said, would you be interested in being on the show sometime? She said, I would absolutely love to. Beautiful. She So that would be fun. Beautiful. So, but she then comes out with a book about great grandpapa. Yeah. And she signed it for me. Oh, nice. This is a story that could Go on the
1: screen. It really could. Well, I mean, we need to talk to Bow and Chase about something like we that. Do. And Gina, you know our movie friends, and uh,
0: we we got this this thing kicked off perfect. And then then we went down to Weimer. I yeah. mean Weimer, His mom and dad met. In the fields, basically, uh, they were wine producers. Actually, his mother's family grew grapes and made wine for 300 years. Wow. So Herman came over. Of course, he knew Dr. Frank. Yeah. And he was another disciple of the Venef- Venefra Revolution, as yeah. they call it. Okay. That's a beautiful winery there, too. And yeah, we uh, love it's their wines, Seneca. too. We've had their wines. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 15 Yep. Episode, 15. Episode fifteen. So that's over on Seneca Lake.
1: Okay, we're just once you had your tastings, where'd you stay? What well, was we, your we stayed, what were your accommodations like? We
0: stayed just south of Geneva uh-huh. at a place called Bellhurst Castle. Well, that can't be bad. It was really really fun. Yeah, there was a lady named Mrs. Carrie Heron. Yeah, and from New York City. And when she stopped being Mrs. Carrie Heron and got divorced, I think she got a whole lot of money.
1: <laughs> and she built
0: this 30,000 square foot castle right on the lake of, yeah. of Seneca Lake. And they also produce, uh, they've also got some some ground there. They also produce some wines there at Bellhurst. So uh, we ate at Bellhurst, uh, went outside on the patio, of course, and ate dinner and yeah. looked at their lake, which wow. was also gorgeous everything about it was was just really great, cool great. yeah so that was that was all in the first day <laughs> yeah
1: okay so what where else what were some of the highlights you know we did so much we're not going to be able to tell everything in this episode but so what were some, day, some we, of your highlights well, the second
0: day we went down to ravines okay so, we,
1: we, so how far apart are the drives Oh. Because I want to compare them to what we did in 30 the 30 Yeah, yeah. Being up Easy in yeah, they yeah. were
0: just – it's straight down the lake. Yeah. You know, this lake is long. It goes north to south. Mm-hmm. Uh We drove down to a place called Watkins Glen, which is at the end of Seneca Lake. Well, isn't
1: there a big tennis tournament at Watkins Glen? Watkins? There's a NASCAR race. Oh,
0: okay. Is that a what I'm thinking huge of? huge one. It's a road race, and it's been going on okay. for years. Maybe, right. maybe they've got tennis too, but
1: this this road race is a big else. Big deal at I know There's a big Glen. sporting event at Watkins Glen. Yeah, that's
0: it. Yeah, okay, that's it. So it's a NASCAR-sanctioned race yeah. and everything. Okay, but we went to the state park. There's the Gorge Trail. Yeah. And it is one of the most gorgeous walks. It's hard, but yeah. it's about two miles. Yeah. 19 waterfalls. Cool. And uh you get a little wet. It's a little slippery. That's all right. And there's a lot of people there, but That's it right. is phenomenal.
1: You got to kind of embrace that kind of stuff, you know, weather and elements and things like that. And, you know, we, we face some of that, too, on our trip. You can let it ruin your day or you can just say, what the heck? And we're going to go regardless of what the weather does and we're going to have fun. So yeah. good for you guys.
0: Yeah, so we went up. To yep. a place we stayed at a place called the Harbor Hotel, which yeah. was right on the harbor. We could watch the boats, and they had a place uh, called the Blue Point Grill, which is actually one of the nicer places to eat on in you know, Watson.
1: It so, was really good. So, cuisine wise, what are they famous for? What are they promoting? I mean, you know, you can get anything in any restaurant nowadays. But do they have specialties? Or are they really pushing stuff local? Uh, local fare? I had some. I had some really good scallops while we were on. Yeah, well, there. you uh, you love scallops. I love scallops I do too. These, these
0: were these were really good. Yeah. Um, but the the one thing we, we took this boat, we took this sailboat out, and it was called the uh, the True Love, and it was a beautiful old wooden mm-hmm. sailing ship.
1: Now, when you say you took it out. I didn't Did take it Did someone take no, you out no, on it? No, we were excursed. Oh, okay. All right. So <laughs> I was to say, you have talents that I don't know about if you're sailing yourself on these lakes.
0: Believe me, I would not be. I know that is frightening. That. It was not.
1: I love sailing, but I don't want to do it myself. This is an
0: old wood, this was an old wood ship, but yeah. the, it's claim to fame is. It was in the movie High Society with okay. Bing and Frank and wow. Grace Kelly. And wow. in the bow up at the front is where, uh, Frank Sinatra and uh, he sang to Grace Kelly in the front of that boat. Nice.
1: So did you guys a couple pictures of All us right.
0: in the front of the bow of the whole of the boat pictures. Post to, those on the uh, yeah. social
1: media pages. Yeah. We got a bunch of, yeah, bunch we of did good too. Yeah.
0: I tell you what I loved about upstate New York is actually the driving part. Yeah. Because the longer, the one of the longer, trips that we took, it was in the countryside. It was rural. We went through the cutest little towns you have ever seen. Yeah. There was no traffic. There were these vistas because it's really hilly up there. Yeah. And there's these vistas. And I thought, what does this look like in October? Yeah. When these leaves start to turn. Yeah. So we went from Watkins Glen, then we drove to Cooperstown. God. To the home I forgot you were gonna do that. Of baseball. And Let me tell you. All right, tell us about the Baseball Hall of Fame. The the Hall of Fame itself, well, it's just like a Smithsonian. I mean, everything in there is curated perfectly. It's it's fantastic. Some guys from the Astros were there uh, accompanying their World Series trophy that you could take pictures with.
1: Nice.
0: I'll tell you another cool exhibit, Keith. They had all of the World Series rings except like two of them in this big case. The first ones are like a pinky ring, a little thing it Well, said, they've gotten champion. over the
1: years to be these monstrosities. And, and I then, get it. If I then, won then, one, I'd want it to be big too. But, they yeah. have these great big honking
0: things that look – yeah, they look like the yeah, Super Bowl Super rings. Bowl They're ring, enormous. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So anyway – the big
0: deal was Scott Rowland from the Cardinals was going in. Cool, and they had the ceremony like a couple of weeks before we were there. So they had the big Scott Rowland posters up. Yeah, that we got that's cool. Pictures and stuff. Um, yeah, great section in there. uh Baseball in the movies, and they had Ooh, they nice. had some of the uh, uniforms from the Peaches. You know, oh, cool. And they had <laughs> league of their own. Yeah, they had. They had Actual baseball cards made that had Jimmy Dugan on them yeah. with uh, Tom Hanks. And you so, know, it would
1: be great if they had a baseball that said avoid the class. <laughs> That's
0: good advice. That's good advice. <laughs> so, but the town of Cooperstown is, yeah. is, Cute and personified. Yeah. And they don't let any chains or anything like that in the whole downtown area. They're so you walk around stuff, huh? and every every house is painted and you don't see any shabby anything yeah. down there. We uh inspected a lot of the local fair downtown, yeah. uh, in Cooperstown. Yeah. Oh, that, that have beverages, so okay. we did our own pub crawl in in Cooperstown. Well, good for you. I would recommend it if, even if you're not a baseball fan, you, you can go I, to Cooperstown. You, you
1: know those kind of things. You don't have to be a fan of the sport. It's just a historic. It's it's like any historic museum. It's a you know, you're seeing stuff that is Americana personified. Yeah,
0: but our Cardinals are well represented I'm in sure there. They are. I gotta got figure outside of the that.
1: Yankees, the Cardinals are probably the second most represented team. They're, they're in there the, a lot. Hall yeah. of right? Cool. So we
0: we, we left uh, we left Cooperstown, and went up to Albany. Now that was the state capital that yeah. I've not been to, okay, and I've not seen. And that was our Antwerp, What's our capital
1: Antwerp. building look like? It is a. Like a fortress, you should really? see this thing. It is massive. Was it, it a fort at one? Was it Fort Albany at one time? I'm thinking there there were battles and stuff up there, but yeah, I didn't know. Maybe that's why the Capitol building is the way it is. I'm kind
0: of bummed because it was a Saturday and our Capitol's open on Saturday, but theirs wasn't open. They're not all. So we walked around. Uh, they got a thing called the Egg. It's a big round performing arts center yeah it's the funniest looking thing i'd love to see inside of it but they call it the egg okay but that night we went to dinner for our anniversary and i kind of did a little research and we went to a place called 677 prime
1: it was prime you had my attention at prime this is one of the best steak places. only good things can follow prime in most cases
0: had a bottle of St. Innocent. Oh, nice. uh, But
1: out from where I was actually St. Innocent's of Willamette.
0: Yeah. Uh, It was, it was fantastic. The next morning we did something that I couldn't wait to do. You know, I'm a, I'm a horse racing fan. Yes. And I went to, we went to Saratoga. Oh, I never had so much fun in my – that place is magical because it's just – it's not what you think. Somebody said it's like going to the state fair without rides <laughs> because they've got these areas where they've got all these picnic tables and you bring your own stuff. I mean even to drink, yeah. you can bring your – so they get there real early and it's their tailgating.
1: Make a day there. of it, huh?
0: Well, the, the their season is only 40 days. Yeah. It's not long. It's not a long race season but it is every day that the, the there's a race day up there in Saratoga is a special day it's yeah. a holiday yeah. and of course they've got traverse and they've got some of the really big races up. There. Yeah. Next year the Belmont Stakes is actually going to be at Saratoga. They're completely renovating Belmont.
1: Belmont Park? Yeah, so I didn't know that. They're they're so actually so you got to see the ponies run.
0: Oh yeah, we watched Put a little them. money
1: down did you win anything. Uh I didn't lose a lot. Well that's a, that's a win. That's a win right there. Yeah, if I you know. don't lose a lot that's a win. But what we did was we this went This is entertainment dollars is Oh all man, is. and I just I just loved it. We went to the 1883 Club.
0: And what you can do is they've got a huge buffet, but you have an assigned table. We're right on the glass. And that table is yours for the rest of the day. Nice. They give you a, a little wristband. Yeah. You can go anywhere else in the park, but you can always come back to home base. To your table. And there's this fantastic young lady who took care of us. She said, look, you want to leave your purse. You want to leave anything in here. Just leave it. It's taken care of. I uh, watch it. It was it Isn't was great. It
1: nice when you get that kind of service. Yeah, it was class, outstanding but to experience that kind of service. The
0: people dress up there. Sure. You know, they get dressed and, and they look nice. you Take your seersucker jacket. I didn't. Um I thought about it upstairs. Now upstairs from the eight thirty three, that's where the owners and everybody are. Yeah, you got to be dressed up up there. You yeah. got to wear a coat and tie and stuff up there.
1: Yeah, yeah. so oh, very cool. Uh, I, I know it. how much you love horse racing. So that's ex- I'm excited for you that you got to do. That.
0: but sarasota springs downtown yeah. and the whole area is just fantastic it's just cute their downtown area great bars with a couple of good restaurants yeah we ate pretty
1: pretty <laughs> well <laughs> got home, was a waddled, we were afraid to step home. on the scale when we got back
0: well tell me about well, willamette valley well, let's, let's, i was green with with
1: envy well we had a great trip janet and i also celebrated an anniversary uh, did a. A big swing. Flew into Portland, traveled south through the Willamette Valley, east through the Columbia River Gorge to Walla Walla, and then uh, drove up through Yakima, back to Seattle, and flew out of Seattle. So we just made a big loop through the northwest. Okay. First night into Portland, we had probably one of the best meals I've had in a long time at a place called Departure. It was an Asian fusion tasting menu that we paired wines with. Unbelievable food. Great flavor combinations. And you talk about variety. They had every, you know, vegan, vegetarian. I had scallops there for my entree, outstanding scallops and shrimp. Your seafood up there is, is yes. I mean, especially for salmon and certain things. And when we were in Portland fantastic. and Seattle, we kind of saved our seafood dishes for Portland and Seattle. But, but they were all really good. Uh, the next day we drove into Willamette. A lot of people had made suggestions. And I kind of made the decision, well, we can go to these places that you have already been to, and then we can just say, oh, we went there too, but I kind of look for new places that You hadn't been to, so we could discuss new things. But before we get any further, let's taste the wine that I brought from Willamette.
0: Look, a Pinot Noir.
1: Yeah, and (laughs) actually, it's just very timely because I just finished my Riesling from the Finger Lakes region. But um, when we went into Willamette, we stayed at a place called Youngberg Hill. It's a little bit south of McMinnville. Gorgeous bed and breakfast that sits up on top of the hill. You overlook the vineyards. They have a big tasting. It's an event center, too. The interesting thing, when we did the tasting, the lady told us that the vineyards, the lots, they range from this marine sedimentary, you know, where the, where it used to be ocean. Mm-hmm. So it's marine sediment to this loamy soil to volcanic rock. And it's like in a semicircle so around the vineyard. You're getting these three different types of soil, all within the Willamette, um, Yam Hill AVA. Right. But they produce these different kinds of, it's all Pinot Noir, but it's different. Yeah. And what we're drinking today is the 2019 Youngberg Hill Cuvée Pinot Noir. So we're going to do a little wine education because I see this word cuvet all the time, right? Any idea what cuvet really means in the wine world? I mean, do you, I, I mean,
0: I assume it has something to do with, with the growth of when it's picked or no,
1: it, it's, that's not right. No, well, I mean, no, I just learned this today, frankly. It's a French word that means vat. Okay. V-A-T in sparkling wine, cuvet tends to be labeled for sparkling wines that is first press. And that does tend to lead to higher quality. But there's also another word, another meaning for cuvee in the wine world that sort of translates loosely as to blend. Now, this is a Pinot Noir, but this is what I learned about Pinot. There are different strains of Pinot Noir, Mm -hmm. sort of like different DNA strands. It's all Pinot Noir, but it might come from different hereditary roots no pun intended but you know what i'm saying yes i do and so they're numbered they're, they are they, numbered. Have, they are numbered i didn't know this i was like you're kidding me yeah but, they have
0: strain 406 h5 yes exactly just, yeah. exactly
1: they have they have uh hereditary names and things like that where did it come from what was the grandparent pinot noir is like the grandfather of all grapes and so they have all these strains that come down through the years and the generations. So this Youngberg Hill Cuvée is three different strains of Pinot Noir from three different lots on their property. Oh, wow. And each of those three different lots is these different soil types. So it's really interesting. I mean, I, I thought that was Really cool.
0: So it is a blend, but it's not. It's it's a blend, a, it but is a, it's a blend. A, it's of, a blend
1: of Pinot Noirs. Of, of Pinot Noirs. Yeah, yeah. it's a hundred percent Pinot Noir, but it's different lines and different lots. This has got a nose that will not stop. As a
0: matter of fact, I pick up some of the uh, Syrah type peppers and yeah, pepper is, on it. Well, and, the color,
1: uh, first of all, it, this isn't. This is a little darker. This is not a see-through Pinot Noir,
0: and that is. I'm not going to say typical, but it of the Willamette Valley. they don't make wimpy uh, Pinot Noirs up there. The ones I think you probably tried up there, they're not pinky and not in most cases. I I I told people when I got back, I said I think you could put a couple of these
1: probably up in a tasting and you wouldn't, you'd think it was a Cabernet. Yeah. This is a full bodied wine. This is about, uh, first of all, this is about a $45 bottle of wine. So it's approachable, not, you know, middle of the road. Uh, it spent some time in French oak, 32% French oak for 16 months, but I don't get a heavy oakiness off of it. I know you're not big on that. But um, good acidity, good, again, good balance, it's, good it's, fruit. It's
0: got some. It's got some tannins on it. My yeah. t- my tongue told me that it's went, yeah. le- went leathery there for a I minute. I was to
1: say leather. I get I get leather off of this. Heavy. Yep. But in a good way, especially yep. the nose. But the fruit, the dark fruits, are certainly on the front side, but not too fruity. Not like a big jammy cabernet. Oh wow, man, that's great. That is so good. And we tasted three of the Youngberg Hills Pinots, and they were all very, very good. So I was disappointed. I was was
0: disappointed we couldn't go down to McMinnville. We just didn't have
1: time. I mean, we can't. We got to go back. We're going to make a trip back with a bunch of wine friends.
0: We were in Dundee, which is kind of ground zero on that side. But if you kept on going, and there's a couple of you know, there's a couple of great ones that are on south, uh, more towards Salem too. Well, oh, yeah. Willamette Vineyard is down
1: there. We didn't go south of McMinnville. Everything else we did was up north. So anyway, we stayed at Youngberg Hills, a lovely bed and breakfast, great meals, great property. Our room itself, you stepped outside onto the back deck and you overlooked the vineyard. And while we were there, the weather was such that those wispy fog banks were rolling through mm-hmm. the hills and just absolutely gorgeous. So we drove back up into Dundee Hills, up into Newburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of places in Newburgh. One of them was our favorite stop was in a place called Natalie's Estate. Again, we did our our homework and these things that kept coming up, coming up on the top rated places to go. Natalie's Estate kept popping up. I never heard of the place. We well, drove up to New- the place. Newburg's not a big place. No, but and this was outside. You drove on these windy country roads to get out to this place. Natalie's Estate is not a lot to look at. We drove up, and Janet was like, are we here to taste wine, or are we (laughs) going to be abducted out here? It's kind of out in the woods, and it's not fancy, but you go inside, and it's very quaint, very rustic, about six tables throughout two different rooms the winemaker himself and his wife are pouring wine and they're sitting there and talking with you it's educational and the wines were great
0: see that's a throwback to the way it
1: used to be and it was it, so every, f- everywhere in Napa you know it was so fun cuz yeah. we also went to a couple that were uh, the kids were trying but it was so scripted it was it was like an automaton yeah and this is the I mean, it was like there was no interaction there was no education you'd ask them a question they wouldn't know you know they i get it you got to learn somewhere but it was really kind of but this tasting at Natalie's estate bon vivants if you like to get educated and interact with winemakers and really learn a lot go to Natalie's estate you got to have a reservation because it's so intimate mm-hmm But we joined the wine club. The wines were great. Highly recommend it.
0: So, do we have some of those coming back to Missouri?
1: We do. I joined the wine club and I had a shipment sent home. Excellent. So we will be tasting those. The other thing we went we went to a place in downtown McMinnville for dinner called La Rambla which is a Spanish Mediterranean tapas place. Perfect for after a day of wine tasting because you know you're you don't want you don't want to eat a big heavy meal. Yeah. So you're getting these little tasting plates that you can share. You can order about Four or six of these things, you know, get a a few bites off of each one. And you get a variety. This garlic chili shrimp that was outstanding. Some Mm -hmm. pork belly was great. Even great desserts. They had a churro and chocolate ganache dessert that was just through the roof. Um, Really good food. Great service. Here's the thing we found out. I knew it, but it was, it was confirmed on this trip. You and I talked about it. <laughs> wine lovers are cool people. They're cool
0: people. They're, fine They're friendly people. people. They
1: are. They like to talk about wine. They like to share wine. They're giving people. We sat at a table next to a young couple who actually just opened a wine bar, but a nearby town they had driven up. We started a conversation because the tables are cl- so close you're talking. Sure. They're sharing wine with us. I didn't know this. He told me Mexican wine is really hitting the world market. Well, So he has a lot of it in his shop, and he had ordered a bottle, and he was, like, letting me taste it and stuff. So th- The best people ever, you know, at these tastings. It's so fun to get to know people and visit with them and share experiences over wine. I just – it just reinforced my love of people who love wine. Well, and not just that.
0: Isn't that pretty much the the reason we travel Because we go somewhere that isn't in our comfort zone, that isn't that we don't know anything about, people that have a completely different life than we do. I think that's the I think that's the joy and the beauty of traveling in general. Well, you know,
1: and we talked about travel. You know, while you're traveling, Brad, you got time on your hands. Flights, flights that get delayed, whatever the case may (laughs) be. Sometimes you get more more than you want. Janet actually read an entire book on the trip while we were traveling. But, you know, I got to thinking if you're going to try and do that kind of thing with, with devices being what you can download these, these books, these eBooks, you know where you can download them at your local library. Bingo. (laughs) (laughs) Now, our local library is Missouri River Regional Library. With your library card, you can go and download ebooks, audiobooks, and uh, listen to them on your personal device. And, you know, these planes nowadays, they have Wi Fi connections. so sure, yeah. Yeah. So check out your local library, all the options they have as far as ebooks, audible books that you can download on your device, and uh, the Hoopla app is all you need. Download the Hoopla app. Thank you, Missouri River Regional Library, for being a sponsor, and check it out. You can do all that stuff before you go on a
0: trip, too. You sure can. Do, do, your, do your research, and, and you're, you should. you're ready
1: to go when you when you get there. The one thing that I was excited about with our trip is we kind of did both ends of the spectrum. So you had the Natalie's Estate, which was more of a very intimate, down-home feel. Even the facility was you know, very homey and, and rustic, and then we also went to... The Grand Dame Country Club of the, of the Willamette Valley and Domain Serene.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a different, uh, different animal there. But I
1: will tell you, our experience was just as fulfilling. And the reason was we talked about service. This young lady who served us and waited on us. She knew her stuff. She was an absolute delight. Her name was Alishka. We're gonna get her on the program. That'd she's gonna get on the program and probably with one of her associates. She's she's in the process of obtaining her sommelier certifications. Nice. But you talk about somebody, especially in that setting where it could be very snooty and it could be and I've read reviews where people may have had that experience, but we did not. Gorgeous facility. You drive up to this place and it looks like you're in Tuscany or Bordeaux. Beautiful facility. It's an event facility also. But just gorgeous vistas, beautiful views. Alishka was so energetic, educational, pleasant. And here's the other thing we learned. When you engage these people in some conversation, they will go off of the tasting menu and Mm -hmm. say, oh, if you like this, oh. Let me open this for you and you're getting to taste things that Joe public doesn't get to taste and it pays off because I bought a lot of wine from her. Well, you know, that's right. So she's doing her job. I get it. But she was very good and all of, she introduced us to a couple of her associates. They were all top notch, really nice people, very knowledgeable. One of the guys was from France, moved here back in April and he presented the French wine because Domaine Serene also owns vineyards in France. Mm-hmm. And so they were kind of showing us both. So if you want the full spectrum, include Domaine Serene in your, in your, uh, tour of Willamette. And, and you uh, went, you went,
0: you went, over to Tory Moore too. That place was, Tory Moore is a uh,
1: it's kind of a middle of the road. It's kind of like the middle of the road. Yeah. And we actually went, we stopped by Lang. Yes. Which is one of my favorites because yeah. we know it's one of your favorites and we were so close. It's right over the hill right. from Tory Moore. And so we're like, we had some time. We're we're going to do this,
0: but Tori Moore for you, Bon Vivants has a Japanese sort of uh, the owner influence. was was from well, Japan. F-
1: the guy who did our tasting there, Nicholas, was from France, and we had a one on one. We had the place to ourselves. The weather was damp. Yeah. What you would expect for Oregon. It was Oregon by God. By God. <laughs> I told Janet, we're going, I'm going to write a, a, a book or a play or something <laughs> called it was Oregon by God. <laughs> anyway, we spent a couple of days in Willamette. We traveled then east through the Columbia River gorge and we stopped halfway. It's about a four and a half hour trip over to Walla Walla. We stopped halfway at the Multanoma Falls. Okay. Sounds similar to what you looked at. At uh, the falls in, in Washington Glen. Yes. This is a series of falls along the Columbia River Gorge and we got e-bikes. Okay. Now, I don't know if you've ever ridden an e-bike. I have not. They are the bomb. <laughs> they make it so easy. It's assisted pedal, they call it, but they also have a throttle. So, you know, you need a little help going up a hill. You just, it, it's so cool. I love the e-bikes I'm sold, but gorgeous. The drive was gorgeous. You watch the topography change from this rainforest-type atmosphere to, to high desert. Mm-hmm. As you approach, you get over the mountains, you approach Walla Walla. It's high desert. Mm-hmm. And then as you drive into the Walla Walla Valley, it's like the Fertile Crescent. You see desert hills on both sides with this green patch in the middle, and we were talking about pioneers. You know, moving west is like you've crossed the badlands, you've crossed the desert, and you see this green stuff. And you're like, oh, I think we'll stop here. <laughs> this looks better. This looks really good. There's water here, and things will grow. So there's a reason. But Walla Walla is beautiful too. Actually, really beautiful. And we stayed at this place. uh these people were the best. He spent a career in international hospitality around the world. Wow. And lived in eight different countries. They built this place called the Barn Bed and Breakfast right outside of Walla Walla. No detail unforeseen. I, I mean, every time you look, he's like, I need a. Oh, there it is. They thought of everything. They were so nice. Great food great breakfast so a great place to stay The barn in Walla Walla make sure you if you go to Walla Walla stay there the barn the barn I mean it looks like a barn but it doesn't feel like a barn okay <laughs> and it's a gorgeous facility too so again walla Walla wineries all over the place but it's a different kind of thing they're they're really kind of coming into their own yeah not overly commercialized yet. Uh, got to see our buddy Doug Frost. Well, I was going to ask yeah, you, yeah. uh,
0: for those of you, uh, that are maybe new to the show, uh, one of the highlights of, uh, Keith and I's life was getting to go to, uh, Kansas City and meet with Doug Frost. And this is
1: early in the, in the history of the uh, show, yeah. Uh, number 12, Yeah, Keith. number 12. 12 yeah. and 12A. During the middle of the COVID it crisis. Was, yeah, it
0: was 12 and 12A. 12 I told Keith, I said, as long as this guy wants to talk, we'll keep, we'll just keep going. And so we had, a, we had, Two shows. Well,
1: Bon Vivants, if you go back and listen to that episode, you'll see what Doug is like, and he was just like that. And he just—here's the deal: he—they just got done with Harvest. Yeah, this guy was busy. Well, tell him about Echo Lands. Well, Echo Lands is a first of all, they have a tasting room in downtown Walla Walla. A lot of the Walla Walla wineries' tasting rooms are in downtown. Okay. They're, because their vineyards are scattered so far, right. they don't have really f- tasting facilities at the vineyards. It's
0: easier to keep them all together. However, yeah.
1: Echolands is building a beautiful new tasting facility and room on their vineyard. And we did drive out and see it. It sits right next to Drew Bledsoe's vineyard. Hey. Oh! Yeah. And it is, it sits up on a hill. We couldn't get up to it because it's still under construction. They had it fenced off and stuff. But everybody in the valley is like when when we mentioned Doug Frost and Echo Lands, they're like, "Oh, he's building that new place." <laughs> they all know about it. It's gonna be the it's gonna be a gem in the crown of Walla Walla Whoa, Wine Country. Cool. So they're slated to open in about March. So wow. you know, you get out there next spring, you may be able to see it. A um, couple other really highlights from Walla Walla: Force Majeure was a really cool winery and tasting and it's in a section of the AVA called The Rocks which are these round river stones formed by the glacier that and deposited all these rocks in like a 6 mile strip. Hm. You go across the road, it's apple orchards and dirt. On the other side it's just rocks. rocks. And they're big rocks. Isn't that but wild? The, but the vines love it because of the drainage and stuff. So Makes them work. Yeah. Makes them work. Yeah. Yeah. And we had some really good food there, too. Yeah. Walla Walla is a cute little town. Saffron was one of the highlights of the restaurant we ate at in Walla Walla. Really great food. Got to meet the owner. We're gonna get them on the sh- on the show too. They they want to be on the show. So just a phenomenal trip. Went back through Yakima, stopped at uh, Treveri to have a sparkling tasting in the middle of the day. That was gorgeous. Again, gorgeous landscape, great vistas, and then finished the trip in Seattle. Did
0: you go watch them throw fish at each other?
1: We did. We saw. In fact, <laughs> we did that, and I'm glad you mentioned that because we did that on a um, that market wild a pikes market yeah. food tour. Oh, okay. Tasting tour. It was led by a chef. Great guy. Eric did a great job. Went around, tasted certain things. We got to see him throw the fish. It was a blast. Well, there's a bunch of places to eat along that. Oh, whole, yeah. That whole
0: market's wild. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, there's it's all the kinds of, day, of stuff. Spend
1: the day down there. It's yeah. kind of fun, yeah. Yeah, and then we had a really good meal at a tasting menu at 84 Yesler, uh, where it was a uh, six courses paired with wines and really high-end food, and got got to meet that chef. She wants to be on the show, too. So, Bon Vivant, you're going to hear a lot from our – uh <laughs> over the next year and a half from our – uh travel excursion we got so. cool cool yeah. people yeah we yeah. got some cool
0: people coming but it with. was a lot
1: of fun and just not enough time to do everything and tasted some great wine drank a lot of and bought way too much well <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna taste it we'll we'll share what we tasted uh, sure. with you in the next few episodes absolutely we're absolutely. gonna get some shipments in so
0: now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the most heralded part of the We Like That 2 podcast, the El Bandito Yankee Tequila 3 Top
1: Picks. That's right, Brad. El Bandito Yankee Tequila is the official sponsor of the We Like That 2 3 Top Picks portion of our podcast. Keith, let's tell
0: the Bon Vivants the top three reasons El Bandito Yankee is our choice when it comes to
1: premium tequilas. Well, you know, first of all, El Bandito is authentically created by traditional methods, using only mature Blue Weber agave. So you know it's the real stuff. That's right. And it also confirmed 100% additive-free. No added
0: flavors, no chemicals, no foolishness. Just pure, natural
1: tequila goodness. Yeah, but you know the real reason and the best reason, Brad? What's that? It's the taste. Whether you're mixing it in your favorite cocktails or just sipping it straight, and whether it's blanco or reposado,
0: El Bandito Yankee Tequila goes down nice
1: and easy. Ah, oh, you bet it does. And you know what the folks at El Bandito call that? It's, it's criminally, criminally smooth. smooth. Oh
0: yeah, it's premium tequila at a palatable price. So
1: ask for it wherever you buy your fine spirits. El Bandito Yankee Tequila. And now
0: it's time for the three top.
1: all right so here there's a reason we chose this three top picks category because part of our it was weather related it was it was an act of god it was nothing we could do but janet and i had an excursion plan that got canceled and it was a big deal and so it was a bucket list thing that we wanted to do and it got canceled so we thought why don't we do the three top picks category of three top bucket list activities that you'd like to do before you kick the bucket, which is what a bucket list is. <laughs> For you, Bob, who don't know that.
0: Some of us better hurry up. Yeah, well,
1: you know. <laughs> And I'll, I'll start because I'll, no reason to not give it away, but it was a hot air balloon ride. So my number one. So bucket you guys list, didn't get a chance to do that. No, they canceled it because of the weather. They canceled it even before we left based on the forecast because you cannot hot air balloon in stormy, rainy, lightning and thunder. And you know, as a p- potential passenger on the hot air balloon, I'm okay with that. Uh,
0: I, I I can't do a hot air balloon if it's uh, sunny and oh really? Uh, no, it's not. No, I no that but, has to do with leaving the earth. Yeah, Keith. but it, it, yeah, I know. But, but
1: no. and we've done the hot air balloon where they leave you tethered and you go up and you look around. And then they bring you back down, but you're never no, cut loose. That, that's
0: still a bad idea. I, no, I,
1: it's I, not. <laughs> <laughs> but. It was still very disappointing. Yeah. It was a big deal. We were really looking forward to it. And I thought the scenery there would be gorgeous to hot air balloon over. So hot air balloon ride is on my bucket list of activities. Janet somehow thought I was not as disappointed as she was when they did cancel it. I was. Uh I really wanted to do it. But. You know, Again, I, I want to do it safely when I do it. So if it was not good weather, I'm going to trust the professionals that, hey, it wasn't a safe time to go up. But uh, still it still what, was disappointing. Was it
0: as disappointing as Bruno
1: Mars? Almost. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, the producer was I'll giving, me, producer was giving she, me the skunk I, eye. I, I deserve the no, skunk
1: eye for that. For people who don't know Janet, well, she's the most positive, optimistic person I've ever met. And that's why I love her. But she was not happy. (laughs) (laughs) She was not happy when Broto Mars canceled and she was not happy when the hot air balloon canceled. And uh, yeah, it was a quiet yeah, you know, it was quiet for a while, so we'll just put it that way. Well, that is unfortunately, ladies
0: it. and gentlemen, that is what happens when yeah. you travel. If you can't pivot you can't control and stuff. and you can't, you know, kind of sh- shake it off. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's
1: you can be disappointed, but you can't let it ruin your time. Your no, good time you just so, gotta,
0: yeah. you know, breathe in, breathe out, move but on. that's it's, why
1: that's number one on my top three list because I do want to do it sometime, and I want to do it with her. So yeah, yeah. You know.
0: I think I think the one thing I want to do just once, and I don't think I want to do it. I wouldn't want to do it every year, but after going to Saratoga just one time, I think I'd like to go to the Kentucky Derby. Just I, one, I didn't know you'd never been to the Kentucky. I've derby. I've not been to the. I've been well, to Churchill you, Downs. You need to do that. But yeah. I have never but not been. A derby day. Well, you know, I'll even take the Oaks. The Oaks used to be. The kind of the fun day, the day before the yeah, Bird Derby. That's what I've
1: heard. It's huge now. Yeah. It's
0: even it's as, it's almost as big. And now yeah. they've they've got some Grade One races, and they've got you know some amazing races the day before the mm-hmm. Derby. And so I would take either one. But you know, I yeah. I would like to be there. I don't want to be. You, a, you I don't need to mean to be a snot. I don't want to be in the infield where you can't see anything, and you know people puke on you.
1: I don't want to do that. You've I seen to bite the bullet and buy a box or something sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
1: a big bullet, man. That's biting a big bullet. That's a big bullet.
0: Yeah, Let's just go up to Millionaire's Road and say, yeah. hey, get... Got any room up here? For, yeah.
1: You know, befriend somebody who's rich. Yeah.
0: But that would be, that would be that fun. That would be cool.
1: You yeah. would love that. I, I know I, you would.
0: I would like yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Brenda, yeah. Brenda said, Do I get a hat? I said, Yes, yeah. dear.
1: You yeah. get to buy you a hat. You have to have a hat, don't yeah. you? You, yeah. you, you got to get a hat. Like, and uh, your
0: pinstripe suit. That's you know, right. You, you, and your mint and julep.
1: You, uh, you throw the mint out. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Hold the mint. Hold the, yeah. Just give me the bourbon. Give me the,
0: yeah.
1: That's right. So my number two is you know here in missouri we have some gorgeous spring-fed rivers and i've always enjoyed floating but but our kind of floating is canoes or kayaks or inner tubes we get a few rapids once in a while but it's not really anything life-threatening in most cases but i really would like to do some some big white water rafting yes you do and um and I really want to do it on like an Alpine River, like up in Idaho or Montana. I know the Colorado's nice, but you know it's a it's a desert canyon river. It's the water's brown. Let's you know people don't know that. It's not very no. I want to do a crystal clear stream with trout and well, we did the Arkansas River
0: yeah. in Colorado. Yeah, it was with the kids, it was both of them. Okay. It was, you'd
1: love it. It was great. And go in June. Cause here's the other, here's my other caveat though. I want to glamp. I don't want to, I want to do this thing where you, they, you do, you know, you maybe ride in for a few hours on horseback. And then they put you on their raft and you have an oar and you can put it in the water if you want to. But they're the ones doing all the work. Oh, my you know. God. And then when you come off the river, you pull the raft out and they go, here's your bottle. Here's your glass of Cabernet, your tent set up over here. Go refresh yourself and your steak and lobster dinner will be ready in about 30 <sighs> minutes. And we'll sit around the campfire and sing Kumbaya. You and picky bitch. But I'm at that age where that's the way I want to do it. <laughs> Now, when I was you know thirty years ago, maybe I would have wanted to you know risk well, my life. Well, well let I, me
0: tell you what the reality is of, of whitewater rafting. You, you, ha- everybody in the crew has to work a little bit. I know that. I know that. And if you go, if you go in June, when I want the, to trust
1: uh, myself to the. I want to trust my life to the guide. Oh, the guides are great. I know the guides are great. Yeah. But you, you, I know you, you have, have to do your it, work. It, it takes a little. Yeah.
0: But my gosh, Keith. You get down in some of those canyons and you places where nobody else can go. but you cannot drive to see some of the places. That's what I mean. And they're yeah. just – the, ma- the majesty of the I want to go down a incredible. river in
1: Montana where it's fast enough that they can't catch you, But there's like a grizzly bear on the side of the river, you know. Eating trout,
0: yeah, moon them, yeah. M- yeah, moon a bear.
1: But I would just think it, you know, I just think it'd be great. That's, it that's, would be. That's one of my bucket lists. That's a good one. Three that's, top. That's a good list. one. Is, as
0: a matter of fact, and it, it, it it does kind of depend on the the time of the summer when you go because <laughs> yeah. if you go, there's there's a certain number there's it goes to four,
1: Yeah. there's yes. a
0: certain number that the outfitters aren't even allowed
1: to take you right. down there as, at and, certain times. You know, and West Virginia has some West Virginia got some amazing and those whitewater are the, rafting. are big rocks and stuff. If you yeah. if you go over, you're, you, you, you're in trouble. Yeah. You're you, in big trouble. Yeah, you are. I don't know that I want to risk. The, I don't want that risky. I also think we're getting to the point where it'd be fun to go with my kids. You know, I would love to take the kids and do it as a family event. No. Okay, well, so that's all, my number there's two. There's always
0: big water. There's the lazy river. If that's, you know, where you are in that station of life, oh, yeah. you can put yeah. put your ass in, you know, a tube and wow well,
1: They don't have drinks there. I enjoy that, but it's not a bucket list thing. (laughs) All right. Number two for you. Uh,
0: Number two would be, uh, you know, I used to play a lot and I don't play anymore, but I used to play poker a lot. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm not the hustler that your father is, but. (laughs) I I, I, don't, I don't want to sit down at the table with with Frank Enloe, but I just think one time it would be fun to sit down at the World Series of Poker because all you got to have want the World Series. I yeah. went one time yeah. and watched it. Oh yeah, and Keith, it was it was at the Rio, and it was the I think it was the first day, and I walked in, and they've got the convention center that's kind of hooked to the Rio, and I walked in, and I was just blown away yeah. when you think of the. Just the technical part of it of how many tables they had. Yeah. How many chips they've dealers. got. Dealers. How
1: many dealers you've got. How many stewards how many, that are watching, yeah. 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 I mean
0: everybody watching everybody else. Yeah. And how many people are playing? It was incredible. I yeah. got to see everybody. I got to see Phil Hellmuth. Huh? Uh, everybody, everybody's got to start the first day. You don't get like yeah. oh yeah, an but, just but there's because... so many people. It's like yeah, wow. I saw Chris Jesus Ferguson. Oh yeah, he signed a shirt for me. Cool. I saw uh, Doyle Brunson. Bless his heart. Yeah. Uh, God bless him. He's he's no longer with us. But, yeah, but
1: I he's saw, a, he was a, he was the uh, Godfather. Oh so. man,
0: he, he literally wrote the book. So I think so just have, one you time, ever,
1: have you ever played? Have you ever played? in Vegas.
0: Well, that was the coolest part yeah. because they used to have – when poker was really going, you could play uh, a 40 or a $60 game, but you knew what you were losing. You, that, you paid that up front or 100
1: right. Well, yeah. It was, that you was a buy-in. Out. Yeah.
0: So I did that at Binion's downtown yeah. where the first uh, – World Series was held, sure, and they've got all the pictures and stuff of Jackie uh, Chan and yeah. and everybody. Yeah. It, it was neat as all get out, yeah. And I just and I and I made it through the first uh, break, yeah. Uh, I didn't win anything, but I did make it through the first break. I was really excited about it. I called Brenda. I said, I made it through the first break. And then it starts – the game starts to get faster because the blinds go up and everything goes up. And
1: your premium of getting hands has to – you know. I never had dreams about the World Series, but we were in Vegas one time. Janet had a meeting. I was tagging along. I went to a place – they had a beginners table and there there were no pros allowed and i mean they kept like the pros you know how these you know they'll prey on these sure yeah there were no these are all amateurs and so i same thing i made it through the first break um i was playing well i was not being stupid i was really playing tight and i got a really good hand and um at some point you know i i i played it right and 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 got a bad beat on the river, the last card. I was okay. Cause I felt like I played good. And so then during the next break, I was kind of still hanging around watching, you know, and a couple of the people that came off the table that were still there. They were like, man, that guy had no business being in that pot. He was one of those things. He was like, this is the same story I had. Yeah, I mean, exactly the same guy, story. He was, he was like drawn to an inside straight or something yeah, like that. And, had and I had, yeah. And, and, you should feel good about the way you played. You played right. You played your hand right, you bet you put your money in when you needed to, and you just got a bad beat. So i at least I felt good about the way I played. Well but, I played
0: it I went to the new to the new um uh poker room at Caesars, which was just incredible. Yeah. And so I said, I'm I'm playing a tournament here. Yeah. And I had three queens and got busted out. Ow. After yeah. about two hours, yeah. and this is this was a big one. This was about one hundred and fifty dollars. I mean, it was, and so it was. Yeah. There were pros, and
1: there were people there. But the guys, there was a couple of guys. Right, let me ask you this: did you get one hundred and fifty dollars worth of entertainment out of it?
0: Oh my God, to play in the big room—that's well, what I mean. Caesars, yeah. I know, mean, that's kind with the, the Leroy have, Neiman original Leroy Neiman paintings around it's and kind stuff. Of the way uh, you have to look at it, yeah. you know, it's one hundred fifty dollars oh,
1: yeah. worth of entertainment. Oh my gosh, it's, it was yeah. great. But the
0: same thing happened. There was a couple guys at the table that looked over at this guy and goes, that's just bullshit. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. What are you? I mean, it didn't make any sense. Was there Anybody looked at me or like you did everything? Right? Yeah. You, you did you, everything right. And you, you just got a bad beat. Crying, out loud. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. so anyway,
1: okay. All right. Number three for me is, and, and she, I bet my wife, when she hears this is going to kind of drop her jaw. It's an African safari. I'm not really for hot, sweaty, dirty, dusty environments. <laughs> you know, it's just not my thing, but <laughs> My oldest daughter did a a medical services trip to Africa when she was in college and got to do sort of this. It was in Tanzania and got to be out on the Serengeti and see some of this stuff. The story she told and some of the pictures she saw, I'd really like to do it, you know. Seeing zebras migrate, the only thing you can see from horizon to horizon is zebras that kind of thing is like – I don't think we can comprehend the scope of that kind of thing unless yeah. you see it. And so I think a really cool African safari, get to see some big game and, you know, again, I want to be safe. I don't want to be charged by a, a rhino. I don't want to, you know. Do you, uh, do you
0: think you can do that without having a sommelier in your Jeep?
1: No. <laughs> Again, I want them to. I want them to drive the jeep back to the camp and then hand me a bottle of South African or uh, Red Blend and say, you, you, "Taste this and give us your thoughts."
0: You call them and say, "Mr. Zebra, come on, I want to pet you." Yeah, it was
1: petting zoo. Anyway, African African yeah. safari would be one of them.
0: My last one would be uh, I would I would really love to go and see the swimming events at the Olympics.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Cuz I swam and uh yeah. dad and I one time no, it was seventy-five. We had a poster.
1: Well, he was an official too. He yeah, was, he, he was, was like a, a timer he was, official he and was stuff an like that. AAU. Yeah, he was
0: a referee. He, he worked his way up. He was a referee. Yeah, cool. And seventy-five, they had the national long course championship in Kansas City. Okay. And so we got to go. I got to see John Neighbor and some <sighs> and cool. and some of those That'd be cool people. Uh, Dad loved it. I loved it. It was a cool thing that he and I got to do together. And uh, saw Mark Spitz. Wow. was actually showed up and was watching Yeah, and
1: uh so it was uh, I think any Olympic event would be cool. Yeah. I mean I mean it would. you have a you have a connection with swimming but I I'm do. saying that to be able to be at some Olympic yeah. event that, especially that you liked yeah. would be really cool. It would be fun. Yeah. It
0: would be fun. I I just That's a great one. I don't know if that will ever happen but anyway,
1: yeah. uh, I'm not going to France. That's but, why we call them bucket list things, man. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So all right. Well, Bon Vivance, thank you for joining us again. Thank you. Thanks for letting us do our travel walk. This was fun. We knew this was going to be fun. I knew this was going to be fun cuz we went fun places. We went fun places and, and we're did fun, fun things guy. with fun people. <laughs> and uh yeah, we're mushrooms. And we're, we're fun guys. We're fun guys. Fun guys. All right, stay tuned cuz we got some good shows coming up. We got some stuff coming up. We got concerts. We, oh, I know we got some concerts coming
0: up. We do. Yeah. yeah so uh, we do. We we're going to
1: get some we got some people in the pipeline. It's gonna we do. Be fun. Yes,
0: we do. All, All right, right, buddy. Dr. Hey. Jones. Cheers. Cheers.
1: We Like That Too is produced as a labor of love for the enjoyment of bon vivants everywhere. To get information about our bottles and links to our guests, go to our website, welikethatpodcast.com. Tune in to new episodes by subscribing on Apple, Spotify, and other popular streaming apps. Please remember to rate, review, and share. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at We Like That Podcast. So everybody, hey, remember the numbers. One bottle, two
0: good friends, and three top picks because we like that, too. 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 too.